This show is part of the RetroZap.com podcast network. And welcome everybody to another episode of the Animaniacast. This is Pinky, and you're listening to Animaniacast. You know why? Because you're going to take over the world! Narf! And welcome once again to the Animaniacast. We're the only podcast out there that's dedicated to the animated television series, Animaniacs. And here we explore the series episode by episode. We talk about all the cultural references and gags that you find. And of course, in the end, we give every episode a water tower rating, usually. But today is not one of those days. I am Joey, and joining me from Los Angeles once again is my brother Nathan. Merchandising, merchandising, where the real money is made. (laughs) That's right, yogurt. Uh, today, Kelly is not with us today, so we decided to do a little special episode and talk a little bit about some Animaniacs news, as well as talk about Rob Paulson in our second installment of Rob Paulson is one of the nicest people on earth. And uh, of course, we did this a year ago, and it just so happened to be around Rob Paulson's birthday. I think it was just a coincidence, by the way, that that happened to work. It was serendipity. We had so many great responses that uh, I said, hey, you know, let's see who else uh, might have some some uh, stories out there about Rob Paulson. And let me tell you, our our listeners and folks who follow us on Twitter and, and such and such and such uh, did not disappoint because they sent in a ton of stories. And uh, hopefully we'll get to well we'll get to as many as we can today. Uh, don't be don't be upset if we can't get to it, your story today. We promise that we will get to it eventually in the next few episodes. So, uh, but we we have so many, which is awesome because they're all really <laughs> sweet stories. <laughs> so the first thing, however, we're going to be talking about is Animaniacs merchandising. Woo. Mm-hmm. This this just in fact one of these little pieces of merchandise just got like released yesterday I believe and it was really exciting but Nathan uh, I shared some pictures with you and this all came from New York Toy Fair which was just held a few weeks ago let's talk about some of this merchandise what do you think just in generalities when you start seeing all this merchandise that's starting to to show up here. What are your initial thoughts when you saw these pictures? Um, getting pumped for the reboot, I guess. I don't know. Like, I, it's just exciting to get more merchandising as the reboot's getting closer. Yeah, definitely. It's a, a, a small sign of things to come. <laughs> I think uh, Warner Brothers is uh, definitely going to be having a major push of merchandise. And um, for as excited as people got for just a few little things right here uh we're gonna see a lot more i think I, I think what warner brothers would like to have is something like nickelodeon has right now where nickelodeon is promoting a lot of their classic shows friend and stimpy and rugrats and everything like that 
with new merchandise and it's selling well. And they have a whole, you know, like Nickelodeon universe of characters to pull from, uh, whether it's SpongeBob or Rugrats or Rocco or whatever. I think uh, Warner Brothers is finally saying, maybe we should start making some other stuff than just Bugs Bunny and stuff like that from those characters. So, uh, yeah, this is, this is exciting. So let's get right into it. I'd like to buy these, please. Thank you. Here. And I know other Americans join with me in saying, Ich bin ein Noodlenoggin. First up is Kid Robot. And Kid Robot is a company that makes several uh, different uh, things for various... uh, companies i i know they have some blind packaged uh simpsons and futurama figures that i've seen in many cons and uh i think they also have a a deal with uh nickelodeon yeah they have a deal with nickelodeon as well so they they do some spongebob and rugrats and i think ren and stimpy figures as well so they were (laughs) they got really lucky now they have the the animaniacs license as well and they have uh, put together uh, blind packaged figures for Animaniacs and Tiny Toons put together. This was surprising. I was uh, not too surprised to see Animaniacs merchandise, but the fact that they are releasing Tiny Toons merchandise was pretty exciting and not expected at all. Yes. So some of the figures that they have right here, and I'm looking at the the picture here, and gosh darn it, I, I wish I was there, Nathan, because I would have gotten different angles of this mm. this box. They were in the, they were in this glass display, and uh, they have the the figures they have out of the box ready for people to see are Pinky, Dizzy Devil, and Doctor Scratch and Sniff, and they are blocking some of the other figures that uh, will be offered. So, Nathan, can you see uh, some of the figures there and list them off for us? Um, Yeah, I can see Babs and Buster Bunny, uh, Yakko and Slappy, and that's all I can, like, really for sure tell. Yeah. One would assume Wacko would be there, right? I mean, you got it. And Dot, right? Mm -hmm. But we can't see. So, but, you know, kind of like going, uh, oh, I think I see Hampton's ear. Yeah, that could be. I think that's Hampton's ear, yeah. Next to Slappy. Now, these blind... Oh, in fact, yes, it is. Because I have one other slight other angle, and it it says uh, J-Pig on the other Mm. angle that I have. But the really exciting thing is that underneath Hampton is a mystery figure. Now... Nathan, I sent you that mystery figure, mm-hmm. and it's a blind. So th- these blind pack. First of all, have you ever gotten any of these blind figure packagings at, at all? I know they're really popular right now. Yeah, no, I, 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 I don't think I've bought any. Um, I remember like you know the people would buy like Pokemon cards, and they'd be like blind packages and stuff like that. Yeah, but no, I never bought anything like that. I mean, I I get close to sometimes because I know there's Star Wars ones and they have a really cool. uh, I love the new Ducktales series, 
um, and they have those out in blind packaging. And I know like the the one mystery figure, the chase mm. figure, I guess it is, right? I think that's what they call them. The chase figure for that set is Darkwing Duck. I'm like, oh man, to get a little Darkwing Duck, that would be so cool. But these figures are kind of expensive. So they're actually $10 each for a blind package figure. And I'm like, oh man, that's a that's a lot to invest. The mystery figure in this case is, well, it's got something with, with kind of spiky-ish hair. Mm-hmm. Maybe a superhero? Perhaps. <laughs> what we're hoping is Freakazoid. Yeah, it looks like it would be, but... It's hard to say for sure. I mean, it would make the most sense. It though. would make the most sense, wouldn't it? I, I sent it over to uh, Paul Rugg and Tom Ruger <laughs> to say, like, what do you guys think? And they just said, maybe. <laughs> uh, if it is, the it would be the first um, Freakazoid toy, I believe. Uh, yeah, all Paul Rugg said was, Hmm, and Tom Ruger said, maybe hard to decipher those lines. So, yeah, it it, it it is, and that's kind of the point. They don't want you to be able to decipher those lines. And but honestly, I can't think of one other Animaniacs or or uh, Tiny Toons figure it could be. And again, I'm thinking like with the Ducktales line, how Darkwing Duck, who does make an appearance on the show, uh, you know, sort of, kind of, <laughs> on the new series. Um, I mean, it's it would just make sense, you know. When I compare the two blind figure things, I think Freakazoid would be the best one to put in there. Yeah, I mean, Freakazoid was on Animaniacs, kind of. In he was painting. He well, was a photo of him. Well, he, you know, and not <laughs> only that, re- no more than that, Nathan. Don't you remember he was oh. in a uh, uh, this this uh, pun for hire? Oh, that's right. He had speaking lines, and he interacted with them, and blue. <laughs> He wasn't animated so, very well, but he was there. There you go, yeah. So he's he's an animaniac now, too, so. Excuse me, am I in the right place? And you are... Freakazoid. Oh, right. No, the Freakazoid set is down the hall, third door on the right, stage 12. Blah, blah, blah. I think that it may have changed. Thanks. This is a zany episode. And now, back to our story. And I'm pretty darn sure that that's Freakazoid. And that honestly would be the thing that would keep me buying more figures. <laughs> would be, maybe I'll get Freakazoid this time. So well, I think what we might have to do is set up a a trading system or something like that on our Discord site or something like that for our listeners to to trade figures or something like that. Maybe, I don't know. That involves a lot of trust with a lot of people to actually mail the other figures back and forth so maybe i don't want that responsibility but we'll we'll see if we can help each other out right because that's what that's what friends are for uh well anyway let's go and move on to the next uh thing from kid robot here pinky in the brain big vinyl figure right here fifty dollars how big is it? <laughs> it's hard How to tell. How like, big is that? That is, it doesn't look too big. You know, it yeah. looks about as big as, mm, let me guess. I would say a little bit taller than the uh, Good Feathers figure, perhaps from uh, Q Figs, you know, QMX. 
Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't look too big, and I'm not honestly, I'm not a big fan of the look of this for whatever reason. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely a, a more stylized take on them. Uh, Pinky's in a straight jacket, and the brain is on top of him with plans to rule the world. And he's grabbing his tongue. Grabbing his grabbing tongue. Pinky's tongue. It's weird. <laughs> yes. I do like how it's set up that it, for balancing that Pinky's tail is kind of in this kind of loop to make it a nice, sturdy way for them to be supported and everything, which I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. 50 bucks for that figure. Yeah, I would say 20. Yeah, I would say 20, 25. The other figures, what are they calling the these things? The the mini series from from uh, Kid Robot. They're stylized as well, obviously. You know, they almost, you know, they have bigger heads and smaller arms and stuff like that. Um, but these, I would hope to have it be a little bit more accurate to what the cartoons show actually looks like. Um, and I don't really like how those that figure looks i mean whatever well there is another uh some more blind packaging (laughs) things for us though and these i thought were super cute and this is i think just tiny tunes although i would not be surprised if they release uh these in animaniacs form as well these are tiny tune keychains and uh, let's see it looks like in a carton uh, there is, it's a CDU quantity 24, and it, so that must be in one box, I guess, 24 of them, and in the carton of it, it's 96. Well, anyway, they're six bucks each, is the suggested retail price. Six dollars for a blind packaged keychain. I think that's, uh, that's not bad. They actually look almost identical to the minifigures, or the miniseries mm-hmm. blind packages, except they just uh, have a little thing, because they show Dizzy in both of them. Dizzy just looks a little tall, uh, smaller, I should say. But yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, cool Tiny Toon figures from from the past. Yeah, yeah, and obscure ones. Like I don't remember most. <laughs> yeah, these are these are ones like Calamity, Coyote, uh, Little Beeper, Bookworm. Like Bookworm, they put Bookworm in there, and Barky. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is, I think his name's Barky Malarkey or something like that. Again, I uh, uh, that, that yeah, exactly. I'm like, did I put him in there? Uh, Buster and Babs, Hampton, Dizzy. Uh, let's see. I see Go-Go. Uh, looks like I see a little Sneezer. Uh, a Fifi. Mm, yeah. But I was wondering who that was. Yeah, way on the, way on the I side. See it. Yeah, and I, I can't see tail, quite see. There's something right. Oh, Furball. It looks like the, the ears of Furball sticking over uh, Dizzy's shoulder. But no Plucky, which is kind of odd since he's one of the most popular characters and i was thinking like well maybe he's there he's just you know just behind somebody but i don't know i just don't see it further right but i i get it's just so weird i mean but honestly i think if he's not in this round here's what they're going to do they're just hoping like these sell well and then they have volume two and you put Mm -hmm. lucky and Shirley the loon in it or something you know or, and then the animaniacs and <laughs> yeah exactly and then put some animaniacs I, again i'm a little surprised that uh they're not they didn't have a little keychain set for animaniacs but maybe they maybe they will maybe they're just uh not they didn't feature them in new york toy fair one of the cool things about these as well is i believe these are yeah they're all expected april 2019 so we're just about a month or so away from these actually being on store shelves so 
exciting. That's for all of them? Is that right? Yeah. For the for all these figures. I'm just saying, Kid Robot, if you you if you you know like to send us some free you know boxes <laughs> of these things, well, we promise to give them uh, very good reviews, very yes. thorough reviews, unbiased, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're not done with the kid robot stuff yet because there's still funny dolls as well. And these go for $12. And not only that, but they have a description that has been listed on, uh, I think it was, I think this might be from uh, Big Bad Toy Store is one of the places that you can pre-order these for $11.99. Uh, Nathan, why don't you go and read for us what it says here for the okay. description. All right, funny dolls, eleven ninety nine. Expect the unexpected and grab the famous trio Yakko, Wacko, and Dot as they finally escape from the Warner Brothers Tower to take over your collection. Kid Robot helps you capture all your favorite cartoon stars from Tiny Toons and Animaniacs in huggable form with the new Animaniacs and Tiny Toons funnies. Sitting up at eight inches high and ready for anything, these funnies bring you some new comedy to any funny collection. All right, and then, and then we have some. Six yeah, of them. yeah, we have some. We have some concept uh, pictures of them that we've posted. All these pictures, by the way, on our Facebook and Twitter, and I believe Instagram as well. So you can check them out there. Uh, but yeah, they look cute. They it's kind of hard to judge how yeah, they'll actually look because these are just pictures. Mm-hmm. But Plucky is on this at least. And he looks huge in these pictures, but I'm assuming that's not they're not to scale. Yeah, it's not to scale. It's that's probably my fault because I'm the one who put them close to each other right there, and it's just from the ear to into the feet. They never mind, Nathan. Tom Ruger said the same thing on our on our Facebook page. It's like Plucky's it. huge. It's like no. <laughs> well, I had to I had to ask a kid robot a little bit more about all this stuff. <laughs> I tried to I tried to get more information from them. So I reached out to Kid Robot's customer service to see if they could give us a a listing of the characters because I said, you know, it's it was at New York Comic Con. <laughs> Can you please just tell us the other figures that are on the box? And uh, their response were, "Hello Joey, thanks for reaching out." We're excited, too. Unfortunately, I'm not allowed to give out any information about this upcoming release right now, but keep a close eye out on our social media for many updates coming this spring. And then I said, okay, is there any, like, there's the figures block out some of the <laughs> things, though. Can you please just tell us a little bit? And she said, I truly wish I could give you a character list, but because the characters are not finalized yet, it could cause complications with our contract with the licensor, we hope you understand and promise there will be more updates coming soon. We don't understand, Kid Robot. We don't understand, but we I guess we understand. But we'll have to right. wait just a few weeks. Darn it. <laughs> well, that was pretty much wrapping up all the merchandise, or so we thought. But no way... Just yesterday, we got, <laughs> I think it was Cameron, Cameron Brewer, our listener, Cameron, she uh, sent me a, a thing on Twitter saying, Animaniacs Monopoly, and sure enough, Big Bad Toy Store and many of the other online stores were starting pre-sales 
for the Animaniacs Monopoly set. And this is coming out this month, ladies and gentlemen. Comes out, well, it could could be out in stores uh, when this episode gets released. Who knows? I don't know. But the suggested retail price on this is going to be $40 or $39.99, basically. Uh, a lot of places are kind of pre-selling it for for $35. Uh, Nathan, why don't you describe for us what do we got here in this Monopoly set? Well, you may not uh, know of the game Monopoly, but oh, no, uh, <laughs> in general, no. Um, Animaniacs Monopoly by USAopoly, $39.99, comes out in March. Uh, and there's more description. Scene stealing Warner siblings Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. It's kind of rude to call them scene stealing. I know, seriously. <laughs> All right, are joined by Pinky in the Brain and Dr. Otto von Scratch and Sniff. In this reimagined Monopoly game, players bounce around the board collecting other cast members, locations, and more from the 90s hit cartoons. And it's for ages eight and up, two to six players. Um, it's, it's the same. Like, what, there's collectible tokens, there's the six characters you can play as the chance cards though are different the community yes. chests are different yeah um it's the chance cards are try to take over the world cards and the community chests are wheel of morality cards uh the warner bucks they're custom made for this um houses uh, the, are called skits, skits but I, I i think they're just still shaped like houses right they don't really they just say they're renamed as skits <laughs> yeah i don't know let me like the picture i i could see doesn't really show them too well let's see i don't do they even show them in the in the thing no I I, yeah so, i don't see in there yeah so we don't know what the we don't know what the house tokens but it just like. says they're renamed so renamed. I'm, thinking, <laughs> well, I'm sure they're like actual like uh i don't know how those would look okay so they have scripts for the houses and then the hotels are episodes. Yeah, well, it's skits and episodes. Right. Yeah. That you can and then buy. they have rules. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. They you included know, the, the, the rules contents. in the box. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's go over to the different... I'm going to start over kind of in the uh, Oriental Avenue area and then kind of move around as best I can through reading uh, some of these. So Rita and Runt are in here. This is, this is the weird thing about the board is that I was going to assume like oh it's going to be like just talking about new warners but all the inside is all classic animaniac stuff which was surprising to see i I liked it rita and runt are the first two properties and worst ones (laughs) well hey your words not mine uh good idea bad idea it looks like it's the what is that the tax the uh whatever that sales tax i think at the beginning is Mm -hmm. Um, instead of railroads, however, we have Pinky and the Brain's, uh, attempts to take over the world. You can buy those things. So it looks like the, um, the first one is the, I I think it's the infundibulator. (laughs) That's what it is. I think it's the infundibulator is the first one. Moving on. Then we have the girl feathers and the good, the, the girl feathers, the good feathers and the God pigeon. (laughs) <laughs> as uh, as the the next ones, we also I always have... think of that as Hoth, but I'm always used to Star Wars Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pinking the brain, I guess. Are there's there's the two different cards, right? You have the try to take over the world, which is the community chest, I think, right? What did we say? Yeah, yeah. The and then the the wheel of morality is no wheel of morality is community chest. Chances try and take over the world. I guess that makes sense because you have to take a chance. 
Then we have Mindy and Buttons, <laughs> which includes her mom. I think I just call it Lady. They say Lady or M- Mindy's mom in parentheses. The, uh, instead of Waterworks, it's the Water Tower. Cute. Skippy and Slappy are on here. Walter Wolf is a property. Minerva Mink is a property. Katie Kaboom is a property. Miss Flamille is a property. Like they're just random ones. <laughs> I think that's that's the weirdest collection. Yeah. It's like, well, we have these female characters. I don't know, put them together. <laughs> Let's see, another another uh, pinky in the brain way to take over the world. Uh, the Vacumulator from, uh, I believe that's the episode where they go to the czar and steal the try mm-hmm. to steal the, the jewels. The Hip Hippos are on it. Uh, Colin, or in parentheses, the Randy Beeman kid. Uh, looks like instead of the power, what is it? What do they call it on uh, Monopoly? Um, it was the Death Star Power Core, I think. <laughs> the Star Wars <laughs> one. Is that not right? Waterworks and the Electric Company. <laughs> okay. okay, well, instead of the Electric Company, it's a soundstage, and it looks like the the episode right there from Hello, Nice Warners. Chicken Boo, dressed up as Davy Omelet, is right there, uh, is the final thing. And then we're getting close to the end. We're getting to the more expensive properties. In the green, we have Hello Nurse, Ralph Teagard, Thaddeus Plots, and let's see. And the final last properties are for the Park Place and Boardwalk. We have Acme Labs and the WB Studio Lot. Oh, and of course, a mime time in there as well. For badness. For badness, because you have money. to pay money right there. Uh, <laughs> and of course, they don't, the other stuff like, you know, they don't change, go to jail, and free parking. and Which is sad, because that would like be that. cool to have, like, Ralph the guard. Wouldn't it? But they, it seems but they, they, they always never keep, do that. Yeah, they always keep them the same. I don't know why that is in Monopoly games, but they, I guess it's just to show that it is a genuine Monopoly board. You know what mm. I mean? Maybe that's why they, they do that. It's just kind of a, a licensing you know, thumbprint to show that it's an official Monopoly product. That's all I can think. <laughs> but yeah, quite a few things. Now <laughs> we're not done talking about the packaging. While the inside is classic stuff, the outside was especially interesting because it looks like we might have our first glimpse at what Yako, Wacko, and Dot look like on the new series. So. Nathan, what do you, how would you describe these these Warners this time? Um, well, we have uh, Wacko and Dot are very happy, and Yakko's very grumpy. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it confuses me, and, and to a certain degree, kind of upsets me. I kind of feel like Yakko at this point. Why is he upset? I'm mad that he's mad. <laughs> For 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 a lot of different reasons, like Wacko and Dot look almost identical in their expression and their hand gesture. They're facing different They're directions. Just facing directions, yeah. <laughs> and so they couldn't do the same with Yakko, or at least put him in his, uh, you know, standard. I'm going to lean my chin on my hand. Move. I I I don't understand this. I it I don't like it. I don't like it. I actually well, talked about it and. uh I think it was Cameron who actually uh, said, 
Yakko is mad that he's being rebooted. <laughs> yeah, I was on our Discord channel. I said, why is he so mad? He's like, he doesn't want to be rebooted. Like, apparently not. It does look very similar to the Animaniacs that we have seen before, but it also looks in some ways a little simplified, I guess you could say, right? Yeah. Th- well, especially like like Dot and Wacko look, I mean, identical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they're just like... Um, it's just a red hat on one of them, you know. It's that's true. It just looks yeah. reversed, but with a hat on one of them. Yeah, the face looks. The faces look almost identical, and Yakko's eyes look all messed up, like the way I. I just I'm not a fan of this, and just knowing that this might be the image that we end up seeing on a lot of merchandise, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of makes me upset. Like that, like who who okayed that because that's going to be on so many things now and now i have to look at that that awful <laughs> animaniacs design I, I think it's it's fair to say that this this might be flash animated you know when it comes mm-hmm. down to it the, the the simplicity and the and the the colors and everything of it definitely look like okay this this might be you know n- not the typical hand drawn stuff that we're used to it's definitely going to be digitally uh assisted in some way which isn't necessarily a bad thing but it's just uh i mean hey what the heck it could be worse right Mm. i mean as long as it's still good you know (laughs) yeah and that's and that's the main thing as long as it's still good hey i'm not gonna complain pinky in the brain also we should mention do look slightly different as well if you kind of zoom into the the photo nathan i don't know if you can but Mm -hmm. uh if you zoom in you you can see that they also look a little bit different as well not not much but some people on i think on twitter were mentioning how pinky looks like he's a little too uh buck toothed or something like that i don't know he just looks a little off the wheel of morality also looks different (laughs) if we want to get into the the small details of stuff too that but that also might just be for the board game, so I can't get too... Yeah, it's kind of hard to say on these. And also, if it does change, it, it still is just the Wheel of Morality. It's not like it's the most important <laughs> thing in the world. It's not like I'm going to be seeing the Wheel of Morality the entire episode. Yeah, I mean, like, even... I think the mime looks different, you know. No. But I, it might also just be that, you know, this is just a board game, so yeah. I'm not too worried. Like. Almost, almost everything, I think, on the on the board game itself looks like it's from the classic series. Like I can see, I can pinpoint and go, oh, I know what episode that that's from. And that's cool. Mm. And that makes me you know, really want to get this board game. But again, it makes me a little apprehensive when I see the, the new designs and go, uh, it doesn't look as good as I think it should. Whatever. I'm sure it'll be fine. And, uh, you know, I could see myself uh, picking up a copy of this. And if, you can guarantee I guarantee you folks once this is available on Amazon it will be on our Amazon shop as well as these other uh, pieces of merchandise you know as they mm-hmm. start appearing online on Amazon oh you better believe it that I will be putting <laughs> this stuff on our Amazon shop Nathan why don't you hit us with the web address what it, where where should people go if they want to say like well, where is this Amazon Animaniacast shop where do I go I don't know. It's it's hard to remember. So you're thinking Animaniacast. You're thinking Amazon. All right. So get a pen. It's Amazon.Animaniacast.com. Is that right? That's it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Actually, I guess it's not that difficult at all. (laughs) 
Um, do you know which character you would play as in this Monopoly game? Um, I would I think, play. I, think I know who I would pick. Uh, okay, here's the, here's the problem. Yeah, first choice. What? First choice. <laughs> uh, these tokens all look weird. Uh, I would pick the brain because he looks the less the least weird. Yeah, I would pick the brain as well because I mean <laughs> you're also trying to take over the world and it would be like yeah I'm taking over everything. That is brain. yes, and and granted you're trying to buy up the characters I guess for your script I think is what the concept is, right? But either way, you're trying to take over the world. Each one of these, I mean, I can't be too hard on these tokens because these tokens always look weird, you know, when they make yeah. them so small out of metal. But some of them look, a dot looks kind of cute. Um, Pinky looks yeah. all right. Yakko looks weird again. Yakko looks very weird. I don't know what is with it. Like, Dr. Scratch and Sniff looks like he's an alien with the big bug eyes and mm-hmm. stuff. So, but again, I can't, I can't. <laughs> can't be too hard on it it is just a game token <laughs> yeah exactly out of just, the cheapest the, metal yeah <laughs> but everyone wants to be the top hat or whatever exactly know. yeah the brain will be the figure to grab i i <laughs> I, I, I totally agree the, the brain is the one to grab first ladies and gentlemen so just be aware oh here's what you do you go to kid robot you get some blind packaged figures you make those your your tokens the keychains? Yeah, get the keychains yeah. for Tiny Tunes, or maybe the minifigs if they're small enough, and uh, you put those on the board. There. You just solved a problem. I like it. And that's called <laughs> Synergy right there. That's working with other companies, and it's all good. So, <laughs> well, let's take a break right now, and we'll be right back with part two of our Rob Paulson is one of the nicest people on Earth thing. Let's just go to a break. Kids WB will be right back. Yup, after these messages. And we, we hope, hope that you'll be back too. Greetings, persons perusing podcasts. Are you looking for something a little different for your Star Wars themed shows? Then join millions of others who now proudly call themselves scoundrels. I don't think it's millions, Taxes. It has to be close by now. After all the word of mouth and interwebs, nothing exists in a vacuum, Dennis. Space does. I'm not sure what this space vacuum you're talking about is. Never mind. So if you're looking for a unique show for news, hot space opinions, unique discussion points with our hypotheticals, or Taxes' musings with Saber Clash, and tune into Starships, Sabres, and Scoundrels with me, Dennis Keefley. Me, Jay Krebs. And me, your humble little Dark Lord of the Shtick, Darth Taxus. From failed bits to musical guests to dancing Wookiees, you never know who might drop by. You really never do. So start your engines, fire up your Sabres, hold on tight, and join us. For Starships, Sabres, and Scoundrels. Part of the RetroZap Podcast Network. Hey, you guys, it's Rob Paulson here. Um, I am so thrilled that we have the Animaniacast to continue to find a way to help me to get a frickin' job. Thank you for listening. Bye. All right, and we are back, and it's time to read some emails. We all know how great Rob Paulson is. We've all had interactions with him, and anyone who has been lucky enough usually comes away... uh, with a, with a really cool story to tell, and we have a lot of listeners who wrote us with some cool stories, don't we, Nathan? Uh, yes. Apparently, he is still a nice person after this whole year. Good, Gump. Excellent. <laughs> Wouldn't that be horrible if, like, we just started getting all these like things about how he's changed? Like, oh yeah, no, he's not nice anymore. <laughs> like, oh no, what? <laughs> well, we're gonna get through as many of these emails as we can, and uh, so if you emailed us in when we you know first put out that alert 
you have a good chance to get in today. Otherwise, we'll try to get you in in the next couple episodes. Nathan, the first email, that's pretty long. Do you think you can get through that one? I'll try. Um, Now, just bear with me. All right, this is like at least two sentences. All right, this is from Jim. uh, This is from Jim. Uh, (laughs) Jim says... Uh, he called my two sons on their birthdays as a turn- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle made their birthday extra special. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> Jim wins the shortest and to-the-point email award. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I could read that six more times, but I won't. <laughs> but uh, good job. I like it. Well, let's go to number two. Uh, number two says, To the Animaniacast, my name is Nadia, and I am from Staten Island, New York. I have a story that I would like to share about Rob. Why Rob Paulson is one of the nicest people on earth. This past this past October, I attended my first Animaniacs live show at Joe's Pub in New York City, where it was one of the most memorable experiences and best concerts I've been to. I've been to. Before the show, Rob was greeting everyone attending the show, and I had the pleasure of meeting him. I thanked him for coming to New York, New York City. And he said it was his pleasure while speaking to me as Yakko Warner. <laughs> After the show, I got a chance to see him again, but this time he hugged me, took a picture with me, and I told him how much his character Carl Weezer from Jimmy Neutron makes me smile. He was touched by this and thanked me and gave me another hug. That was the story I shared on why Rob Paulson is one of the nicest people on earth. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Yes, it was, Nadia. Thank you so much for that uh, email. All right, what do we got for number three, Nathan? All right, I got another short one. You know, it's oh, nice. You're just uh, lucky. <laughs> just luck of the draw. Love it. Oh, I got this one from Jordan from Canton, Michigan. It is such an honor to share a birthday with a wonderful fellow Michiganer. <laughs> Although I have never personally met Rob, the childhood memories that he has had a hand in and the fact that he continues to share and carry on such awesome characters is a testament to how much he cares for his fans and for those of us who wish to share these shows with the next generation happy also birthday rob and thank you for everything you have done for us yeah there you go I thought Jordan was going to say, I like that he continues to share his birthday with me. (laughs) (laughs) And he will continue to do so for hopefully a long time. (laughs) All right. uh, Fourth email right here says, why I love Rob. Let me count the ways. Just kidding. (laughs) I met him at New York Comic Con back in 2012 He was nice enough to sign my swag and chat with me and my friend for a few minutes before his next panel. I met up with him again in 2018, still as sweet and as the first time I met him. He is so humble, down to earth, and appreciative of his fans. He takes the time to interact with said fans at cons and on Twitter, gives great hugs. He beat the monster known as cancer. Hearing his voice makes me smile. Sincerely, Faye A. Weber. Very good. Thank you so much, Faye. Number five. Um, <laughs> number five. Uh, <laughs> this one's from Wendy, uh, sent from Wendy's iPhone. Uh, it says, Rob Paulson is a great guy. 
Uh, we saw Rob several times back when they were doing those store tours that they did. I had drawn a picture of him and a lot of his characters around it. It was okay. Never going into a museum or anything, but he absolutely flipped when I gave it to him and told him that I had drawn it for him. He acted like it was the most amazing thing he had ever seen. He called Jess and Tress over to come see it and just made the biggest deal about it. It really made my day. He just seems like a real genuine guy. And that is still one of my favorite memories. It would be first if Jess hadn't called me on the phone once, but that's another story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've had... Thank you very much, Wendy, for that. Um, And yeah, that's... Jess, you can't trust Jess with uh, phones is what we we found out. I'll have to share that again on on, uh, Twitter or something. But yeah, Jess, we left Nathan's phone once at Jess Harnell's uh, booth. and smartest thing to do. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He grabbed it and left a nice voice message for you. (laughs) But I almost deleted. Yeah, exactly. No. (laughs) Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, number six, my message for Rob Paulson's birthday. I have met Rob twice in the last three years. Wow. And he's truly one of the friendliest and kindest actors I've met. The last time I saw him, I told him how much I appreciate his support for autism awareness, especially since I have high-functioning autism. He gave both me and my best friend, who also has autism, a big hug. He truly treasures all of his fans and the sto- and the stories they tell him. His voice work has meant so much to me ever since I was in preschool, when I watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Disney Afternoon shows. He is also a comedic genius. I think Animaniacs and Pinky of the Brain are some of the funniest shows of all time. My little brother and I also really enjoyed watching Jimmy Neutron together. I hope to see him again in the near future, along with his castmates from the original 1987 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon, who I haven't met yet. And that is from Andrew. So thank you so much, Andrew. That's an awesome thing. And he really is. I mean, uh, the thing is, yeah, Rob does really, um, I know on Twitter, really does speak out uh, for autism awareness. And uh, and is honestly has some of the kindest words to say for those uh, with autism and, and is so friendly to everybody. So whether you have a disability uh, or not, he's just, he's always, he's always there to, to be friends with you and give you a hug, which is awesome. Yeah. What a nice guy. What a nice uh, guy. <laughs> All right. All right, Nathan. Okay. So this one says, hi, less than three. My or name... heart. Oh, it's a heart, mm, Nathan. Uh, it's clearly a less than sign and three. And okay. if you're going to stop me each time, this is going to take forever. <laughs> <laughs> um... My name's Layla, and I already sent one of these last year, but I have another story to tell, and then it says a colon D. <laughs> Smiley face. <laughs> uh, this didn't happen too recently. It actually happened last year on March 30th, 2018. So my mom and I decided to go see the Animaniacs in concert once again. The show was freaking fantastic, and afterwards we chose to stay and try to meet Rob. This was my second time meeting him. When it was finally my turn, I told him who I was, and he was very happy to see me. And then it says, see, and then... Uh, <laughs> it's another smiley face. Is that like... Something. It's a smiley face of some sort. Maybe a tear? Yeah, I don't know. Apostrophe and and then colon. Anyway. 
There's another one coming up too. Yep. There's a lot of them in this one. Uh, I thanked him for the follow. Oh, I thanked him for following me on Instagram and Twitter. He said, "My pleasure." And then I got him to sign my Yakko pop toy and my phone case. C apostrophe colon. After all this was done, I asked him if he could do one more thing for me. Donatello is definitely my favorite character, and uh, that he's done, and he's my biggest cartoon crush. X co- apostrophe three. <laughs> I don't even know what that would be. All right. So I asked him if I, uh, if he could say anything to me as Donnie, and being the genuine gu- and kind man that he is, he said yes. Colon apostrophe D. Yes. So he went on and did it. Uh, less than three. I was <laughs> smiling like an idiot the entire time. Then when he was done, he kissed my head. Colon apostrophe D. I wanted to cry of happiness so much. LOL XD. I felt Disney like... XD. No. <laughs> exactly. I felt like a part of me was complete after he did that. That's enough words to describe how much I admire. Uh, sorry. There's not enough words to describe how much I admire this man. Less than three. Colon apostrophe. Uh, uh, parentheses. Close parentheses. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> he is an absolute treasure to this cruel earth less than 33 I hope to have the opportunity to meet him again in the future exclamation point less than three wow okay so if you're following at home you can transcribe those emoticons yourself and see what, what exactly those are supposed to be there's a lot of smiley faces and hearts Nathan yeah just so you know but you but when you're dealing with a a very literal person like Nathan it doesn't translate so well, Sorry and about I'm that. Give the users the the most visual account possible. So exactly. <laughs> well, we'll just read one more email for today, and because this one was uh, quite nice, and uh, we've already shared the picture that uh, I believe came with this as well on uh, our show, social media. This came this came from uh, David, and David says, "Hello." I'm sure I will get lost in the thousands of examples of why Rob Paulson is an amazing human being, but I wanted to share my story about why I why I will love him. Apologies if it's a little long. Growing up, my mother and I watched a lot of Animaniacs. I was born in 1985, so I was exactly the intended age when it came out in 1993. That's debatable. Okay, never mind. Because <laughs> I think I was, but whatever. Uh, No, anyway, my mother and I watched it in the mornings before school, and it was fantastic bonding time for both of us, as well as uh, being the type of show which hit both of our senses of humor. Later that year, my mom discovered that she had breast cancer with a very small 10 to 13% chance of survival. While she endured chemotherapy and radiation, One of the things which kept her going was sitting and watching Animaniacs with me in the afternoons. She generally wasn't feeling well in the mornings. The show still made her laugh and it helped her to forget, if only for half an hour, the difficulty with her illness. Last year at Kansas City Comic Con, I saw Rob Paulson was going to attend and had my mother, now 15 plus years cancer free, visit in order to meet him. I'd recently discover, also discovered a YouTube video of Rob at Speech Bubble, where he talked about his battle with his own cancer and how laughter had helped him deal with it as well. 
When I got to talk with Rob at Comic-Con, I let him know how much it meant to my mother that he'd been part of her journey through cancer. He didn't realize she was there and immediately told me to call her so that he could let her know in person how much it meant to him. When I informed him that she was there, he left the booth and they went over to give her a huge hug. Even with the number of people who waited in line, he spent a few minutes asking her about her health and relating to her as a person rather than just another fan. It's not something he had to do, but it meant the world to both of us. Still a year later, she has the picture they took together, which he refused to take any money for. She has it framed on the wall and mentions he is one of the nicest men she has ever met. Rob helped us laugh at some of our darkest times, as well as every, everyone else who worked on the show. But the question is specifically about him. And those minutes he took to talk with my mother are the ones which neither she nor I will ever forget. I cannot thank him enough for his courtesy and kindness. I've attached their picture below. It has my sister in it as well. Uh, but hopefully you can see the sheer joy on my mother's face. Thank you for letting me share my story, David. I think that is a an awesome story, and thank you so much, David. We're gonna cl- we're gonna stop right there on our uh, Rob Paulson stories. We have still several, many, many, many more than several, many more <laughs> stories to go over. But just like last year, I think what we'll do is we'll hold off on some of these. And then the next few episodes, we'll make sure to share at least two or maybe three uh, emails, depending on their length, so that we can uh, hear them all. And if you have not yet uh, shared your thoughts, well, send them on in. And where should where can they email those stories, Nathan? At animatedcast at retrozap.com. Is that right? Is that- yep. Uh, perfect (laughs) (laughs) you know the whole thing by the way i gotta when he was mentioning about laughter and that last message there from david uh if you you know folks who listen to rob paulson's uh talking tunes podcast know that he says laughter is the best medicine the cool thing is you can't od and the refills are free and that is a great motto to live by and it certainly is true uh, in David's case with his mother. Well, before we close up shop, hey, next week we're going to start something different here on the Animaniacast. We are going to start our discussions of the, I think you call them, Nathan, the prequels and the sequels. And yeah, the spin-offs. And spinoffs and printoffs. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> of, uh, of Animaniacs. So we're going to start at the very beginning with Tiny Toon Adventures. And the very beginning of the very beginning. We're going to go for the pilot episode of the first episode of Tiny Toon Adventures that was released. So, if, uh, you know, in the meantime, go on Hulu or bring out the DVD or whatever and watch that first episode. And then in our next episode, we'll have a discussion about it, about the stuff that we liked. So, yeah. Let's try this and we'll see how it goes. And uh, yeah, stick with us and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Yeah, we're going to do episode, uh, we're going to do Tiny Tunes and then we're going to jump probably over to, I'm guessing, Pinky and the Brain, the next uh, discussion, and then over to Freakazoid and then looping back over to another episode of Tiny Tunes. So yeah, we're not... we may do some comic books or something yeah. in between. So we'll There's, figure out. We'll... 
Yeah. There's a lot other Animaniacs stuff to cut to talk about as well. Yeah. And then maybe have some special guesting. We, we got to get Tom Ruger back on eventually. Yeah, Just exactly. To, All these so things. we'll be visiting Animaniacs sporadically. and Yeah. It's all connected. But yeah, next week, uh, Tiny Toons, if all goes to plan. <laughs> yes, next week, Tiny Toons. Well, let's go ahead and get to some contact information. Nathan, where can people get in contact with you online? Hmm, uh, Twitter, uh, DjangoFT, that's me. <laughs> all right. And as for the Animaniacast, we're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And like we said, email as well, Animaniacast at RetroZap.com. And speaking of RetroZap, you know, hey, you should head on over there. You know why? Well, it has awesome articles and podcasts every single day of the week. It's your pop culture mecca, as it were. And, heck, why don't you go ahead and just go over to Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast player you listen to and subscribe to the RetroZap feed. And that way you can get all of the RetroZap podcasts delivered straight to your device for free. Such as, oh, I don't know, the Ardcast, Beltway Banthas, Bruise and Blasters, the Deucecast Movie Show, Dork Lair, Kanata's Castle, Starship Sabres and Scoundrels, and Techno Retro Dads. Whether it is movies or video games or Star Wars, and just pop culture in general, RetroZap is the place to be. Well, with that, that'll do it for today's episode. So for Nathan, this is Joey saying good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. This podcast is not endorsed by Warner Brothers or Amblin Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Animaniacs, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds of the Animaniacs characters or any other Animaniacs-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Warner Brothers, Amblin Entertainment, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacast unless otherwise indicated.